This is what happens. This is what happens when I actually get sleep. Mm, oh yeah, you're now you're you're uh, good to go. But I'm tired. I don't know. So wait, when you when you sleep, you're tired. When I don't sleep, I'm also tired though. I don't know what I don't know what that means. You yawn and you're stretching. You yawn and stretch. Look at your tiny arms. Mm. I know. Look at little T-Rex. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. One night this week, I got literally one hour of sleep. Brutal. Brutal. And uh, last night, I got a good amount of sleep. I think I slept from like eleven to five thirty. Ooh. Man, good. I went right to. I finally watched the Batman. Hey, what'd you think? I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, it's very good. I do like that it's nice and slow. Mm-hmm. I good do, methodical pace. Yep, I do like. Uh, I think you mentioned it, and I completely agree. Like the score, yeah. throughout, like I think is is fantastic. Yep. Um, Cinematography, it's beautiful. Great. Yeah. Great. And I don't know. You tell me. It 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 felt like it was done by Tim Burton and. A, I'm trying to think of the, the other guy's name. Well, I'm already hard disagreeing with you on this, but go ahead. Oh, never mind that. I don't, I don't see any Tim Burton. I in see there. Tim Burton. <laughs> no. Very, very hey, gothic. Very, uh, 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 very dark, grainy, gray. Okay. Well, yeah, his films aren't aren't grainy, um, and uh, gothic. Yeah, but his his show is gothic. I just don't see. But gothic isn't gothic doesn't equal Tim Burton. No, no. But I do definitely see a lot of Tim Burton. No. Tim Burton. No. Tim Burton married. Nope. Uh, if Tim Burton, Christopher Nolan's left toe. No, I think if I it, think that's it right there. No, that's what I'm seeing. No, I don't. Right. I don't like this at all. No, no. no. I think so, I think this is I don't not think a hot quite, take. I don't think you quite understand this how this works. A, uh, how, how does it work? You, that you just don't get how it works. Oh, how it works. Yeah, it being anything. The business. Oh, business. Business. Uh, the, the industry. Yeah, I did. I did. I did like it. I I really liked that. It's a it's a young Batman year two, uh, and he does not know how to be Bruce. He barely knows how to be Batman. He doesn't know how to be either yet. Yeah. He, he hasn't figured it out. So I, I, I actually really liked it. I, I, I get annoyed because, you know, a lot of people are taking issue with when people take an issue with a movie because of what it isn't. Well, it's it's not this. Like, well, it's not supposed to be that. It's, it's it is what it is. Why are you mad that it isn't something <laughs> something else? I, I see some people you know, complaining about stuff like, you know, Bruce Wayne's character wasn't developed as like Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah, it's not supposed to. No. It's not that Snyder, stage. that's who I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, I, I, can, I would say Snyder, Burton. Cause, and then you also have like the Batman, which I thought was kind of interesting. Well, it doesn't matter. Like how he was a bit uncontrolled in a way. Oh, yeah, no. Right? He was a bit uncontrolled. And yet in the Snyder version, you see him. Really, kind of uncontrolled a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's young, he's Hardened. angry, he's going by the name Vengeance, essentially, right? He's uh, he's not. And I think somebody else pointed this out, um, and we may have referenced it, but you know, Batman is not trying to. He's not about the good of the city yet. He is just mm-hmm. angry and full of vengeance. Yeah, and uh, I, I, you know, he's so yeah. I, I like I liked I liked a lot of it. I liked a lot of it, and. Um, I've watched it uh, twice. Oh, really? I yeah. saw it in the theater, and now I've seen it at home. Nice. Well, I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's, uh, I don't know what else is going on. Uh, we, we, it's funny because we reference things uh, on time uh, online here on the podcast, and then I'll get a, 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 a direct message from somebody saying, hey, I started watching that show you referenced, and I'm like, did I reference? Did I? Did we mention that? I don't remember <laughs> mentioning that. Okay. Oh, I hope I was. Yeah. Okay. Freewheeling. And dealing. Yeah, stealing. 
and revealing, Reve- yeah. appealing, ah. Ah. concealing, ah. <laughs> <laughs> kneeling. Ah. <laughs> just, just, just go through the alphabet. Yeah, uh, peeling <laughs> apples. <laughs> Man, we got a we got an email here from uh, from somebody. We're gonna leave their name off. All right. Uh, it says uh, ending well. You want to read it? Sure. Hey guys. Over the past five years, I've served as a youth and young adult pastor here in Canada. I know, Joe's favorite country. He spelled favorite wrong. First of all, he spelled it. (laughs) (laughs) America. (laughs) Recently, our church has been struggling with finances due to losing people during the pandemic lockdowns. Mm, We can understand Mm. that. Our economy crashing, etc. The solution they have decided to go with is to let me go and terminate the position of youth, young adult pastor. This is obviously hard for many reasons, but especially hard because I've been asked to close out this ministry season with them. And I originally wasn't getting any severance due to, in my opinion, a loophole they found in my contract. I confronted them on it, and so they are now giving me severance. But if I'm honest, it is hard not to hold bitterness in my heart. So how do I end well while I work here for two more months? Would appreciate any advice you guys have to offer. Thank you for everything. He just thanked us for everything. Thank you for everything. Everything in his life. Everything. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Because uh, it's nice to be acknowledged for everything in your life. I know, exactly. And finally, someone acknowledges it. I mean, there's so many of you who have been listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. and I don't hear from everybody. But you know what? You've had a lot of blessings in your life. And you can trace them back to us. Exactly. Everything. From the start of the podcast. Wait a minute. Does he mean everything we've done? Oh, thank you for probably oh. it's probably everything that we have actually. Oh, done. I wouldn't thank us for that. Yeah, because that's that's not all the best. Mm-mm, uh, mm-mm. So we totally get the situation, man. It's it it stinks. I get it. Like, yeah. that's hard, man. It, it, sometimes churches. They, listen, if you don't have the money, you can't pay the staff. You you have to let people go. There's that's, the, yeah, nothing you can do on that. That's life in a world where <laughs> money is needed. So yeah, okay. Uh, I'm not. You know, I don't know the situation. Uh, it, whether or not your position was the best one to cut. But uh, yeah, th- that has to happen. So they decided to let you go, and um, but they were not going to give you severance. They were just going to send you on your way. And listen, uh, this guy—I feel like this guy's pretty balanced and pretty honest because even he says he doesn't just say, "Hey, they 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 were going to deny me severance because of a loophole." He even says parenthetically, "In my opinion, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. is my opinion." So I, I feel like he's being pretty fair here in what yeah, he's showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not—he's not just dogging them. In fact, he's. He's being at least equally hard on himself here, yeah, uh, with his own, you know, concerns about how to, how to process, how to work through it, how to, yeah. Okay, so you say uh, you confronted them and they're now giving you severance, but it's hard to not hold bitterness in your heart. How do I end well while I work here for two more months? Mm. I got thoughts. You got thoughts? Oh, I, I have thoughts. <laughs> I have thoughts. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I mean that's cruddy. It, it feels mm-hmm. cruddy, right? Like yep. you know, it's already awkward enough. You're you're losing your ministry position, right? Yep. It's you're being downsized, if you want to use that, right? Or for our European friends, you've gotten your you've been given your redundancy, right? Mm-hmm. You've been made redundant. And Dang, that's harsher. Yeah, Ooh, I don't like that oh, at all. You don't like that? <laughs> hey, redundant. <laughs> <laughs> I've been made redundant. It's a new R word. <laughs> I don't like it. And you'll be receiving your. P45 slip. Mm. Mm. All, the, all five Europeans listening are like, mm. hey, we got you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you're already kind of going through that. And then uh, I don't know your family situation. Don't know. But uh, you might have a family, might have kids. And you're trying to think through how do I, you know, I got I to gotta take care of them. 
Mm-hmm. And where's the transition period yeah. for that, right? Where's the transition from when the paycheck stops yeah. to when you're able to find a new position? Because let's be honest, for ministry positions, it's not yeah. an it's not a quick transition. It's not, right. hey, here's my two-week notice and I start somewhere else. It's a limited weeks. field. Right? It, it, it's a very limited field. Yeah. Uh, and it takes a while to go through the process. Mm-hmm. And it's you, not, you don't yeah. jump into every, you know, you don't just jump into whatever open position is out there. And like the likelihood that you have to relocate is high. Oh, because yeah. Because <laughs> there just aren't that many churches that there aren't that many churches. And then there aren't that many churches that are going to be a right fit. And then there aren't that many churches that are going to be a right fit that have an opening position that you're going to be, you know, suitable for. It's just like, well, it's, and to be honest, I think I would struggle depending on the size of the town and everything, taking a ministry position in the same town i was just ministering in mm. yeah it could be hard you know could, it could I, I just well why just kind of go through more is it just the ethics of it oh well why do you think that would be unethical well i think uh uh people are going to potentially leave right and they're going to follow you out into another church how is that your fault or a problem though? i just don't think it's right well, i, I don't personally know. don't i, I just i do don't you think, think it's wrong to to for when the church lets you go to take a position at another church in town I do. I, I personally wouldn't. I personally wouldn't. So you personally wouldn't? Yeah. That's different than saying it's wrong. Okay. So yeah, no, I just, I don't think it's good practice. I don't think it's good form. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't agree. I think, you know, I think it depends on the size. We're going to disagree to agree here. We're going to disagree to awesome. agree. I think depending on the size and everything, no, I think uh, it's going to be hard for when you're leaving a church. And I think, especially as a shepherd, uh, you're, you're no longer shepherding those people. There's right. still that aspect of, uh, it'd be like if, let's say, for some odd, I can't even remember the guy's name, but uh, uh, James you know, Hetfield. Yeah, let's say James was the pastor here. Okay, Hetfield was the pastor. Okay, right? uh, he was let go, and you are now the guy in here. But he's sticking around, mm-hmm. sticking around, coming to the thing. You don't like people are going to have a harder time transitioning from James as their lead pastor to you as their lead pastor, right? There's gonna, there's confusion, I think there. There might be some confusion. I don't know why that's necessarily wrong, uh, objectively. Um, you know, if like let's say again, you're dealing with things like there's there's multiple uh, factors that you have to weigh, right? Like mm-hmm. a sense of calling. A person felt called. To, like I've always I've felt for years called to the Chicagoland area. Yeah. Well, remember I I prefaced I know, it by saying depending but, on the size of the city. Yeah. I'm just using me as an example. Yeah. Um, but so somebody may say I feel called to Geneva, Illinois. And if they are called to Geneva, Illinois, and the path and the church, the Geneva is like forty thousand people, and uh, their church lets them go, and they decide, like, okay, well, I still feel called to Geneva, Illinois. I'm gonna, I want to serve the people of this city. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they they're gonna continue to serve there. I don't I don't know that that's wrong, and I think that you know this. Their the other factors are like, is this person being let go fair? Is it good? Um, if the people are going to jump ship from their church to follow a person, then that would raise some questions for me. Either A, the church itself isn't healthy, or B, those members aren't healthy, or it wasn't a good fit to begin with. Like, I'm not, I'm not, something's going on there if people are jumping ship. Either the person could have been let go for a wrong reason, he shouldn't have been let go. This is a, this is a youth pastor, student pastor. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's less likely that people are going to, that uh, I think fewer people would leave to follow him somewhere versus a preaching pastor because it tends to be a larger draw for people. Oh, I know. You're such a big deal. Not such in my a case. big Not deal. Not in my case. Oh, here's Joe freaking Thorne. <laughs> I just think in general. Because <laughs> uh, I've, I've seen that play out. 
But I think it, I, 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 but I do, but I will agree with is you really have to seriously consider that. You know, what are the consequences yeah. of me staying in this city? Yep. Um, and again, it depends on the size of the city, right? Like Edmonton, North Edmonton is different than South Edmonton, right? Vancouver is a bit more of a, and Victoria is a bit uh, truncated of a of a town, right? So yeah. Yeah, so I, so I don't know. I, I think you and uh, James McDonald are basically, you want no compete clauses built into your contract. So when people <laughs> are fired, they can't start a church in town. I nope, You and nope, James McDonald. Nope, nope. Okay, I'm just fine. saying, you I personally Mark, would not. Mark Driscoll. Yeah, no, oh, personally, I've, you would not? That, that's that's, that's fine. I've, I've okay. said that. So you've changed your tune. No, I didn't. I've said that the no, whole you, time. No, you said, initially you said it was wrong. Yeah. You I said it was unethical. Yeah. I know. I said, I questioned the ethics of it. Okay. I didn't say that. You questioned the ethics of I it. I questioned the ethics of it. But you have said it was wrong. Uh, so, I don't remember you, saying it was yeah, wrong. Yeah, you did. So if I, I said that, yeah, so, go ahead. So now you're, you're wrong for you. I said, yeah, it's wrong for me and you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do it. Disagree to agree. I love it. All right. So uh, one of the things that I would say is, okay, so you, so yeah, totally get that you're going to feel burnt. Them not offering severance. And if it's true that like they, well, they're offering it now, but they weren't. Mm, that doesn't feel good. Like that's no, weird. no, that feels really, really weird. If we gotta let somebody go because like we can't sustain this, then you, I would want to do everything I yeah, can. I want to love you. I want to care for you. I want to help you in this transition time. I want right. to care for you and your family. You guys have served mm. our people so well. Let me bless you as we're transitioning. Right. Out. This is a horrible situation. I'm really sorry, yep. but given the circumstances, we we have to make this move. But we need to help you in that mm -hmm. move as well. So one of our church plants just closed up. Right, yep. Um, yep. the second church plant uh, that that we sent a, a, a pastor and his team out to plant uh, Seth that they did a, I think they did beautiful yep. gospel work. Yep. Faithful ministry for about 10 years. Yeah. Uh, in a, in a rather transient area <laughs> next to Northwestern and Evanston. Yeah. It's hard. And That's so hard ground. they, uh, so faithful gospel work. We saw conversions, baptisms, growth, maturity. They went through really hard times, good times. And then they, COVID happened and everything. And essentially their church, shrunk down to such a size where it really would not be sustainable for very long. And mm -hmm. then the rest of the people were letting them know we're going to actually move like the, the core, the entire core, except for the, the leadership team was like, we're, we're going to leave Illinois. <laughs> we're going to get out of here because mm -hmm. it's just, it. and so after a lot of prayer, they decided we think everything considered, we need to shut it down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. And so the elders supported them in this decision and, um, and so, you know, they were looking at a, like, is there going to some sort of severance thing to allow yep, yep. the pastor? And we're like, absolutely. And I know the heart of the elders uh, and and his, you know, uh, his, his potential elder candidates, his leadership team there, everybody was like, yeah, we want you to have as much severance as possible to, to transition out of yeah, this and into yeah. this new phase. Because this is, this is whole world is, is about to change now in terms of what's going on. So the idea that you would not give severance until somebody asked for it is weird so i can get especially if you feel like they didn't want to give it to you i can see why you might struggle with bitterness so the question is uh it's hard to not hold on to bitterness how do i work here for two more months uh and do it well one of the things that comes to my mind is uh love your people yeah you're there for them you're there for the sheep yeah okay the sheep didn't do you dirty mm -hmm. if if you were done dirty at least initially that was by leadership it was by admin, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so first and foremost, I would say, who are you called to serve? Mm -hmm. Who are you? What are you called to do? Do that, do that thing. And I think you can derive real joy from that. Like you want to give, you want to pour yourself out for them for as long as you're there, just like Jesus did, right? You want to pour yourself out for them as long as you're there, give mm -hmm. them everything you can. And I think if that's your focus, that'll be a help to avoiding bitterness. 
Do we have any thoughts on how to how to stay there for the remaining p- time without? All right, so I'm going to say this, okay? But I'm going to I want it I want to be able to clarify it. Okay, I will let you clarify it. Close your circle. Mm. I would say prayer circle. What kind of a circle are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your your intimate circle, right? Uh, yeah. So in the in that same way, I'm I'm kind of saying, um, watch what you say and who you say it to, because mm-hmm. you have every right to process uh, what you're feeling right now. Yep. But you don't have a right to uh, to proclaim that to everybody. So close your circle. Those that you know that you could trust, that are trustworthy, that you could confide in, that um, you can, that'll help you process, will be honest with you, will be direct with you, will be loving to you, um, and will be an ear. Those are the people that you can you you confide in. Yeah. With because there's a lot of hurt feelings that are going through it, right? There's yeah. going to be a lot of like pain to work through. There's a lot of confusion in the midst of it, uh, and even as you're saying, there's a lot of hurt mm-hmm. and bitterness. Yeah. You got to be able to process that with somebody, not right. everybody. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like part of what you're saying there is don't do damage on your way out, right? Correct. Don't like listen. You 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 are leaving. You have to leave. That's this is a done deal. So you want to leave that church uh, in as good a shape as you possibly can for mm-hmm. the sake of the people, you know. So like. It, again, some situations require us to go to the congregation and say, this evil thing has happened. Yes, to, yes, this yes. This does yes. not sound like that to me. Um, it sounds at least like a misstep on their part. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and it's at a worst, big misstep. At worst, they they were sinning and not taking care of you, but they are now are, so maybe there's repentance there. I don't mm-hmm, know all the details. Mm-hmm. But this would not move me to go you know, church-wide and start Julie Roying. You know no, no, saying? no, no, I would not. And, and I mean, you got to think over the past five years that, you know, you've loved the church. Mm-hmm. You, you've been part of the leadership. You've yeah. got along with the leadership and at the, at best case scenario, you know, uh, it was like Joe said, a misstep. They weren't even thinking, I don't even know the size of your church. Maybe it's a smaller size church and they never had to go through this. Yeah. They've never, how do, how do we go through this? What they, they don't know. How do we know what to, what to do? Uh, to to you know close out i guess someone's employment right yeah yeah it, listen it, it's it's a messy complicated thing and people we just make mistakes you know and people just yeah. do, do handle things wrong I, I do so then in that then like don't let the last or what just happened here define your time at this church yeah really that's good embrace and reflect upon all that god has done in you and through you at that church mm-hmm. how that church has blessed you how you've blessed that church how they've encouraged you how you've encouraged that church how you've seen god work and move in the lives of this of the youth and young adults so take that time then yeah. uh and, and focus on that don't let 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 that be your legacy don't let this issue of severance uh define you and well define your time there like that's not just your time there but then even as you go on to somewhere else don't let that also be in the back of your mind am i going to get hoodwinked over here right you know right yeah yeah because it's it's easy to take an offense and then carry it with you and that's just yeah. like bitterness is just a poison man it's not good it leads to cynicism which is not cool like it's not healthy so um I think you're. I think you're in a good place to say, "Hey, man, I want to guard this. I want to guard mm-hmm. my heart. That's mm-hmm. really, really good." And in a sense, like you know, a lot of it comes down to forgiveness. Yeah. You know, like, are you able to forgive those brothers? You know, are are you are you able to, um, are you able to 
to let go of your anger, right? If, if that's a thing, um, can you move on? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the, just the, the the passages on forgiving one another in Scripture are are helpful in this, right? Because it it, rem, it reminds us that you know the we did worse things to Christ and He forgives, right? Mm -hmm. We've done worse things to God and He forgives. And, uh, and as bad as this is, I've done worse things to people than those guys denying you severance, and and I'm forgiven. So. I think, you know, spending some time on your own heart and considering, uh, you know, forgiveness, Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. You got to ask yourself, can I forgive them for what they did to me? You know, can I, meaning, can I stop charging them? Can I stop holding it against them? You know, it's, uh, can you, can you move on in that sense? Because if not, then you are going to wind up carrying mm. it there's um be a goldfish oh yeah ted lasso yeah you like that five second memory that's good i like that yeah that's good i mean you know obviously now just break down but oh yeah thanks thanks i'm saying you know be a goldfish be a goldfish swim in your own poop that's just kind of gross i don't want to do that you live that no i don't in in your car Okay, there, there's some truth there. There's a lot of... <laughs> my car is a mess. My gosh. My car it's is... It's all banged up on the left side there? Yeah. The That's scratch. how I bought it. Yeah. No. Yeah. That wasn't there. Yeah. That yellow was not there. Where is that? On the left front side. Uh, but I, I took photos. I got to post them. Left side. And then even now your bumper... Yeah, it's not the bumper, but yeah, this thing underneath the bumper. Yeah, that, <laughs> that I had that uh, hanging on with some zip ties. Mm -hmm. I got some black zip ties mm -hmm. from uh, O O O'Reilly's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Auto Parts. So I got, I got, and that, but uh, apparently they broke, and so that, that thing's hanging down. Um, yeah, I don't know what that is. I haven't hit anything, so somebody could have hit me. But what? it's yellow, so I don't know. What Someone that would could have hit. Oh, I thought you meant the thing underneath. No, that was Who me. Who hit you for the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that. That would be me hitting a curb. That, that's that's what that is. I don't know. Um, you hit the curve over at Levita. No, I don't go to Levita. It's very rare that I'm over there. Oh, I didn't know if you went and got cigars. No, I rarely go over there. Mm. Super, super rare. But I do go to Binnie's. Ah, yes, nice. And I did go out to Elmhurst the other day mm -hmm. to go to this old uh, cigar shop. I took a picture of the place. Small selection, cool guy, tiny little lounge, but mm -hmm. it's an old school front shop on the street. Like it's not in a strip mall. It's yeah, like downtown. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty cool. Really cool guy. Liked it a lot. I nice. forget what it's called. But if you're, you know, if you're in uh, Elmhurst. Mm -hmm. Elmhurst, like, they have like a downtown, I think it's on Front Street or something, like Geneva downtown. Oh, okay. Us. Lots of shops, restaurants. They got like the fast foody kind of stuff, like uh, BW3, which isn't fast food, but you know, BW3, Subway. But then they have like some cocktail bars and other things and confectionaries and shops. It's pretty cool. Be a good date day for you and me. Mm. What are you doing? You're counting. BW3, what is that? Okay, so it's originally it stood for Buffalo Wild Wings and Wreck, W-R-E, Wreck. It's a kind of bread, out, okay. especially out in the Boston area. Uh, but they don't serve that anymore. It's just BW3, Buffalo Wild Wings. So that's why it's called BW3. I've never heard it. I've only heard it called B-dubs. Yeah, well, that's a, even a more of a contraction. But yeah, BW3. I've never heard of BW3, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's make sure we show it to you here. Okay, I know. I mean, if you're right, you're right. BW3. Yeah, but I want you to know that I'm right. No, nah, no. Nah, you know, I'm I, moving I want, on. B W three. So I think as you're learning here, Buffalo Wild Wings. That's what it goes straight to. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. think so. 
So I think uh, founded uh, in 1982 in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, mm. Mm. it was an Ohio thing. Maybe it must just only be that. Wild wings wreck. Look at you! Look at you! Yeah, look at that! Yeah. Nah, you don't even have. I can tell. I can see it in your eyes. You don't but even have it. I do. It's okay. So as you're extending that forgiveness and modeling that, you're being an example to the congregation. That's really important, right? How you handle your exit is going to leave an impact. Yeah. Yeah. How, how people remember you. If they remember you as, as bitter and, mm-hmm. and upset. and uh, uh, I mean, it's going to leave, a, in some ways, it might even leave a bad taste. Like, wow, you know, we've had five good years and yet they're leaving, you know, not under the best circumstances, but it's, it's like they don't even care what, yeah. what, what we've done together over the last five years. I think there, there might be a temptation to ignore the importance of example, right? It's like, well, you know, like uh, I, I've been wronged and Jesus is the example. I'm not your example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've, I've, I've made that joke, you know, at, at church. Like, listen, if you want to be loved, look to Jesus. I tolerate you all. Um, it was a joke, right? <laughs> Everybody laughed. Right? It's like, I'm not the most loving person. Okay. You know, um, but, but, but honestly, like, the example, the importance of the example is demonstrated throughout scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul uh, thinks of himself as, as, a, as the, the worst of sinners, the least of the apostles, but he also recognizes like, I've given you an example. Like I've, I've, I've lived a certain way. I've done these things so that you will see how it's supposed to be done. The That's example right. matters. That's right. It really matters. You got that famous one in first Timothy four. Uh, verse 12, right? Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in your speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. You know, like Paul's like, be an imitator of me. Like that's, yeah, yeah. I, I would be uncomfortable saying that, oh, be an yeah. imitator of me. Um, but hopefully there are areas of my life or things that I have done when I can tell somebody that I am mentoring or leading like, hey, listen, uh, this is a, this in this area, I've, I've left an example. Of, of how you can you can do this and it's not that i am the answer or the solution but by god's grace i was able to handle the situation in this way so you can see in me in a practical sense an example mm-hmm. and it's it, it's not always and it shouldn't it shouldn't even often be you as the example that you point to your your life is your example you don't need to point it out all the time uh but you do point out examples in other people yeah that's a really yep. good habit to yep. do yep so what are some things that he should be doing? Like as an example, like, you know, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to end well, wants to get out of there and, and move on to the next thing. What are, what are a few things that, uh, that he should keep in mind regarding uh, his example to the congregation? Well, I think one uh, really highlight all that God has mm-hmm. done over the past five years, yeah. publicly, mm-hmm. verbally, celebrate that, celebrate that, celebrate what God has done. And how the leadership has messed it all up. No, 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 oh, no, 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 leave that no, out. No, okay. Leave that out. Leave that out. Leave that out. Celebrate that. Uh, I, I would even say publicly affirm your, the joy that you've had mm-hmm. and the experiences you've had yep. over the past five years. Yeah. The growth you've experienced. The growth yeah. you've experienced. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like share that. Like, you know, when I was, when I transitioned out of my last church um, and it wasn't under the best circumstances, I didn't feel like, mm-hmm. um, and, and, but I felt the need that, Hey, this has to be transitioned and it's, you know, best for me. It's best for the church. And, um, I didn't go around and, and spill the beads on the circumstances behind it. And, um, uh, how I felt sort of, I mean, I don't know if railroad is the right, you know, uh, the right word for it. Um, 
but I would go around and, and share how how much of a blessing the church had been to me. Yeah. That I came in uh, really hurt and beat down from uh, uh, a previous pastor. I felt down and out, and I felt uh, that ministry was my the ministry season was coming to an end, and there was no point in trying to move forward in that. And but this this the loving people of the church, the leadership of the church, cared, you know, took me in. They cared for me. Mm. They loved me. Um, and they really uh, helped me find the calling uh, upon my life. I think another thing to 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 add to the way of like leaving an example as you're as you're going out is to is to be hopeful. Like like leave leave like a an example of hope, hope for them, optimism for them. Uh, not blind, superficial sort of optimism, but you know, like Jimmy said, if you're showing them, hey, this is what God did. And I'm so grateful to have been a part of this, to be a part of your lives. Uh, here's what I've seen. Here's how I've grown. What a blessing to be here. And I'm not going to be here any longer, but you guys are. And God is going to continue to work, right? To to like be optimistic and hopeful about what's next for them. Because some of them are going to be like, we have to fire one of our staff members. This can be very discouraging. Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to have to make a change here. Like, oh, what's going to happen now? And some people are going to be fearful about the future. Like, oh my goodness. If, I mean, what's next? Are, are we going to have to fire somebody else? Are we going to continue mm. to shrink? Mm-hmm. Like, But if you can highlight you know, God's promises, uh, the health that you do see. Yeah. Uh, if, if you can go out optimistically and hopefully like hey, be hopeful for yourself and your future, hopeful for them, uh, that's going to, I think, leave a good mark, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's in, instead of going out like, you know, oh, we're just kind of going out into the unknown. We don't know what's next. And that's fair to say. But even if you, if that's what you're going to say, you can say, but I know this God has a plan and it's going to be good. Like, you know, his plan is always a good mm-hmm. and I'm looking forward to what's next. But if you can leverage the hope aspect for them, I think that would be good. Like, yeah, I, th- I like that hope for yourself, but then also hope for the church. That's what I just been talking about. No, no, no but I mean, like in the sense, sorry, I want to put it more fine because I think, um, sorry, I'm trying to word it because I was talking about like, hope for him, but also hope for the church. Correct. Correct. Hope for the church. And, and even, I don't want to use the word praise, but like this understanding of, like you mentioned, like it's a hard decision to make, mm-hmm. but God is, is, is leading. God is yeah. uh, is leading the leadership, and what He has next, even, you know. Unfortunately, it's it's not us together, right? But we're still connected in some way, in the the hope that we both have to proclaim the gospel to law to mm-hmm. to the community. Yeah, it's like if we're not together, we're still together, right? Like yeah. we're not in the same church, but we're still on the same mission. Right? Exactly, we're still linked exactly, up and moving forward. I think that's I think that's a good word too. Is it, you know that that's a way I like that that because that's a way of of emphasizing uh, you know unity even when you're not there. Exactly, yeah. it's like this this partnership. You mm-hmm. know, we we've done it together for the last five years, and while we moving forward, I'm not going to be with you. I'm still with you because yeah. I'm still I'm, I, and you're still with me because I've I've what I've learned from you I'll carry with me mm-hmm. and uh, know that I'll be praying for you yeah. and hopefully what you've learned from me you're taking along with you as well. Yeah. Like we've impacted each other's lives in such a way and in each other's ministries in such a way that we have this bond. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Like I look back and I still connect with the churches that I've been a part of. Mm. I still connect with the yeah. leadership. I, I, still I, know, I, I see, I see you talking to them. They're like, Oh, I just got this message because I love them and yeah. they love me. Mm-hmm. And even though we're not together ministering, we're still ministering together. Yeah. It's like it, if you would have left, Maybe how, and I don't know if this is true, but yeah. if you would have left how you might have wanted to, or oh, yeah, if, yeah. if you would have left it like, you know, 
middle finger in the air oh, no, like no. a Kid I, Rock. Listen, if you would have left Kid Rock style. No, no. I mean, I, listen, I got this saying, man. I will I will burn the house to catch the mouse. Yeah. I am that individual, right? <laughs> but That's it, my it, favorite new saying, by the way. I love that. But when it comes to the house of God, when it comes mm. to uh, the Lord's people, and when yeah. it comes to the church of God, I don't play around with that. I don't yeah. play around because I understand Mm-hmm. the the importance of the bride of christ i yeah. understand the 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 calling that god has given us as shepherds mm-hmm. to truly care and lead our people and that means being an example mm-hmm. even when we've been hurt yeah. even when yeah. we've we've gone through that pain or we've been unjustly uh, whatever you want to say right mm-hmm. uh, treated unjustly how we go about it now that doesn't mean i cover up doesn't mean if there's some right. you know uh, uh, you know sexual or or physical or emotional or spiritual abuse that doesn't mean we just sit aside and go no well we just let it happen yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not what i'm getting at um but yeah I, I think it's really really key on how how we lead as as people yeah i think that's good and i think that you know listen man i don't know what's next for you you might not know what's next for you but you 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 have i think you you you, you based on this this email um, I think you have a good heart, a good perspective, man. Uh, Jimmy and I will be praying for your transition into whatever is next. We'll be praying for this two month period of time. And I am hopeful. Jimmy's hopeful that what is next for you is going to be even better. Like it's going to be growth for you. It's going to be growth for your ministry. Um, you know, don't, don't, don't become bitter. <laughs> uh, don't become despondent. Uh, stay close to the Lord. Jimmy said, close that circle and uh, and seek the good of Jesus Christ and his church. Uh, and then give us an update, man. Let us know how things are going, mm-hmm. where you land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, we'll come back and revisit. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, drvotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at the store, jofostore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we want to thank you, our all-access subscriber. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. This has been your Banter Truth on Tuesdays. You got your weekday wisdom Monday through Friday. If you find the all-access to be beneficial and encouraging and yet edifying, share that. Let others know that they can go to doctrineanddevotion.com slash all access and sign up today. Later. Later.